Hello, everyone. You're listening to America Meditating Radio. We collect wisdom, inspire each other, and empower hearts on demand 24-7. I'm Sister Jenna, host of the syndicated America Meditating Radio. Join us as we talk one-on-one with leading experts who answer life's most compelling questions. Because in a world of uncertainty, we need answers right here, right now. America Meditating Radio, a show for everyone to learn more about this amazing thing called life. The entire world wants. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. And humanity saw that the sky was not the limit. Achievement. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. He went without food, not to lose weight, but to help people lose generations of hate. While many around him rose up with violence, he sat down for peace. When others used religion as an excuse for war, he used it to remind them of love. Mahatma Gandhi made the world a far better place by reaching out with the strength he cultivated within his soul. Soul. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Take a break. Breathe. Why don't you visit the Peace Village Learning and Retreat Center, 518-589-5000. Are you in need of a tech service company that's going to deliver the best solutions for your business? Then Atchanaka is your solutions headquarters. Here we specialize in your individual needs to make sure your business shines. For more information, please call 301 301- 417-0070 or visit us at our website at atchanaka.net at Chanaka, where we deliver for you. Are you stressed, frustrated, or annoyed at work? You don't have to be. Soothe your mind and open your heart as Sister Jenna guides you through a peaceful, calming meditation that will prepare you to focus, be present, and most importantly, bring you back to your inner peace. I'm Roger Nelson. I'm the founder and director of the Global Consciousness Project, and you are listening to America Meditating Radio Show. Hi, this is Valerie Alexander, author of Happiness as a Second Language, and listening to America Meditating Radio Show makes me truly, truly happy. Hey, everybody, it's John DuParent from Project Forgive. How are you doing? You are in the right place for the highest level of conversation to feed your soul. American Meditating with Sister Jenna. Stay with us.
Welcome, everyone, to America Meditating Radio. I'm your host, Sister Jenna. Don't you love that song, Om Shanti Om? That's done by B.K. Elizabeth from San Francisco. She's at the Anabuti Retreat Center in Navatov. California. So thumbs up to her for her beautiful talent. And I hope today finds you in a unique spirit. And I'm beginning to have some unique experiences, FYI. You know, culturally, when you are born in an Indian body or in an Indian family... There's no such thing as alone time, FYI. I mean, even if you have to go to the bathroom, it's like there's somebody walking in just getting a toothbrush or a toothpaste. And raised here in the U.S., you know, my mother's African and my father's Indian, I've had the privilege of seeing two ways of living where, you know, my mother was orphaned, there's only one of her, and it was just the both of us growing up. And then when I had to go to my dad's house, you know, there's like the United Nations of five million people in the house and all of them are talking at the same time and in the strangest way they all know what each other is saying and I'm finding myself in a very unique place of consciousness and I'm realizing why my yogic practice has really become a gift for me because I can still be doing a million things and yet at the same token keep my center keep my place. If you've really ever been interested in yoga, you know there's a variety of types of yoga out there. And one needs a lot of study and research to really know which one can really speak to you. I can't necessarily tell you that I explored a hundred different types of yoga until I chose the practice of Raj Yoga. But I do know that for me it works because I tend to feel that my thoughts create an energy. My thoughts create my story. And my thoughts also attract 
energies around me. And so regardless if it's like a variety of energies of people that come in front of me, I'm aware that there's something there. There's a reason why you are in front of me. There's a reason why you've done what you've done. And as you all have heard, you know, we had a vandalism at the Meditation Museum in Maryland, and we had a huge global meeting that day, everyone. There were like 100 countries that I had to schedule for us to be online with. And then on top of it, I had to move everything to the museum in Virginia and had to give my best wishes to whatever was going on in Maryland. And one of my staff members did such a great job in in keeping everything together. But one of my other staff members didn't turn on the alarm that day. Can you believe that? I know, right? You think about life and you go, gosh, we specifically got ADT, so we don't have to worry about anything. And the day that he chooses not to turn on that alarm is the day that the whole building gets vandalized. I love life. And I leave that for you to think about. Like, you know, you're at a one-arm bandit and you've been playing it for an hour. You've wasted $1,000. You want nothing but coins. And here comes a beautiful little, you know, antique woman in her walker. And she puts her quarter in it and all of a sudden she's won a million dollars. Karma, energy, life. Why are we here? What are these mysteries about? What are we supposed to be doing now with ourselves? Who are we? Stay tuned. We're going to have the beautiful Suzanne Bryant, and she's doing some beautiful stuff with yoga online, and she's got a huge festival coming up that I would love for everyone to participate. I think the fact that we've got online programs like this going on, we are emitting change. It's quiet. It's subtle. But please hold tight. Change has come, and change will continue to come. And I believe that completely with all of my being. Let us take a few moments and uh, relax and rise above and forward with this meditation from our Just a Minute Meditation CD. We invite everyone to breathe in, relax, and let's detach to reconnect. Rising above. Taking just a minute. I imagine stepping into a hot air balloon. The balloon slowly lifting up into the blue sky. Looking down, I see the picture of my life. Any problems seem so small. I take this moment to enjoy silence, peace, and to rest my mind. As the balloon gently descends, I return to my day with a quiet and peaceful mind. Welcome back. Become present. Yes, you are listening to America Meditating Radio. That was Rising Above from the Just a Minute Meditation CD by Brahma Kumaris. And with great pleasure, I introduce Suzanne Bryant, who is a meditation teacher, wellness coach, and producer of the acclaimed documentary film Yoga Is, which details her profound journey to India after losing her mother to cancer. 
and features interviews with some of today's most sought-after yoga teachers. Now, due to popular demand, she extended the Yoga Is brand into the biannual Yoga Is online yoga and wellness festival. A certified yoga instructor with a master's degree in spiritual psychology and nutrition, Suzanne has studied with some of the most inspiring and celebrated teachers of our times, including our wonderful friend Sharon Gannon, Shivari, Sean Corn and Dharma Mitra. Suzanne has been featured in Forbes, Yoga Journal Magazine, The Huffington Post, and much more. Today we welcome back our wonderful sweet sister, Suzanne Bryant, to the America Meditating Radio Show. Hey, Om Shanti. Om Shanti. Such a pleasure to speak with you, Sister Jenna. Yeah, so congratulations. This um, Yoga Is is really taking track and is really growing, and I'm so glad that it's becoming an annual festival. How are you doing with it so far? Oh, it's quite amazing. By the way, thank you for having me on the program again, and I just want to (laughs) tell you right now, I'd like to extend an invitation for you to be in our next conference. (laughs) Okay, I'll let Antonia hold you to that one. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, no. You know, let me say that listening to your voice, and listening to your meditations. You have such powerful energy. I can feel it from your voice. And we really, yes, and we are all looking for that sense of, as you said, a moment in time, sense of peace from our very fast-paced lives that we live. So to have teachers like you to bring us back to the present moment is such a powerful thing. So thank you for your work that you're doing. And yes, it would be such a pleasure to have you. So sweet of you to say. We're in a very interesting time. Last year, thanks to India's Prime Minister Narendra Modi and the United Nations, they adopted and proclaimed June 21st as the International Day of Yoga. I know you participated in that. It was so global and so huge. I mean, I think that's beautiful when a prime minister, a leader of a nation, actually steps up and shares his other side of leadership. Yeah, what were your thoughts when you heard about that, saw that, and you know how deeply entrenched you are in your spiritual practice? Well, I think it's actually a sign of the times. I think people are Mm -hmm. looking for something beyond what we have been taught and conditioned to make us happy in life. We're in a very interesting time, and people are delving deeper into a spiritual practice. They're looking for answers. They're looking for peace. They're looking for stillness. So I looked at this situation as something that is There's such a prevalence right now and a need for meditation. So I was so excited to see this being a part of what sharing this. I think it's just a really important time. Mm -hmm. It is. It is. How come you didn't hold the Yoga Online Wellness Festival in the month of June? Is it just that there's such a huge need? And was there a reason why it was done in April instead of June? Because I know it's coming up shortly. Yes, we want to have two conferences per year. So we felt Mm -hmm. that there was spring is a time of renewal and follows a time of transformation. Mm -hmm. So it was sort of befitting in that respect for us to be able to fit in those times. But this is a good idea, Sister Jenna. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. So tell us a little bit about what's coming up on April 7th. So we have an incredible lineup of teachers this time. We have Deepak Chopra has joined us. We have musician Michael Franti. We have the incredible Krishna Das, Kirtan musician, as well as Jai Utah. We have Sharon Gannon, who's my beloved teacher, and David Life, Shiva Ray, Sean Korn, Anna Forrest, really 36 luminaries of our time for the largest online and yoga wellness festival. So what I did is I went on, on the road and I interviewed people on location for 30-minute interviews that you won't see anywhere else besides Yoga Is. And we also have classes 
ranging from 30 minutes to one hour. And what happens is on April 7th, we launch, and then we will continue to launch and have a global launch. And I wanted to make yoga accessible for everyone. Yoga has been such a powerful practice for myself. It's been my anchor in life as well as meditation. So I could ride all the waves of challenges in my life from having anxiety to losing my mother to all the pressures and challenges of being an entrepreneur, just everything in life. And what I found is not everybody has access to these teachers or even has the ability to afford these classes. So what we did is we have an unlimited access to all these classes and interviews for one entire year. And we brought it at a very low cost of $49. And people write in and say how grateful they are that we can bring these teachers to them because they don't have access to them where they live. And also, last year we did our first launch and we found people really love the interviews and we, we get emails from people saying, oh, I listened to these interviews while I'm driving. And I think, you know, we all are teachers to inspire each other. And that's what I like to have, not only classes, but also the interviews because it really supports us on our journey. That is true, because I think that we are looking for our own answers, and through conversation and dialogue, something gets touched. We don't know what it's going to be, but there's just a word that someone will say or just an experience that someone shared, and it's just like, yeah, I get that. I'm in that. Hey, I want to talk about something a little bit personal. You know, even with my own mother, I've seen her physically just continue to struggle with her physical being and her emotional being. And for you, you know, when you lose a mother, it's like... You don't know where to find the umbilical cord anymore sometimes. And how did you find your strength during that time or after that time when you lost her? I mean, for maybe some of us can't go to India and find our truth or our power. But what was it that you came to realize that gave you your rock back inside of you? Sure, that's a great question. Well, first of all, you know, we are all facing challenges in different ways at different times, whether it's a change of a job, a change of a relationship, financial pressure, so, you know, being part of the human condition. So that's why I love these practices of yoga and meditation. And before I did go to India, when I heard that my mother was diagnosed with terminal cancer at 57, that was probably everyone's worst nightmare that something is going to happen to your parents. And I had been practicing yoga for many years prior to that, and it really was an anchor in my life. But during that nine months of finding out that she had terminal cancer till the day she left her body, it was a day-to-day basis. We didn't know. In fact, the doctors gave her three months and she lived nine because they said the power of our love. And so that is a very anxiety, stressful producing situation. Not only are you losing somebody that you love, but you don't know day to day what the situation is. And you can only be in the present moment and you can only see what you have before you. And so I did turn to yoga and meditation and I did a daily practice. During that time, my sisters and I took a week at a time to live with my mom, to be there and just spend the time with her. So I would always have an hour of yoga and just This practice was so magical. It allowed me to let go of all the stress, all the fear, all the sadness temporarily so I could go and be present with my mom and really allow this opportunity of time between us to have a gift. And then after her passing, I turned to yoga again to have my anchor because I had a lot of emotions and sadness and grief. And it was one thing that I was able to almost like a recharge and and cleansing. And the more that I did it, the more I emoted, the more feelings came out of me. I feel with yoga and meditation, it is incredible because it really has a cleansing effect on the emotions, the body. We have a lot of emotions that sit in the subtle body and we need a way to get them out because otherwise, if we have a dis-ease 
is within our body, it creates, as we know, dis-ease. So I think it's such a powerful Mm -hmm. practice. It has been my anchor. And no matter what happens in my life, I know I have these practices. And our natural state often is to look outside of ourselves for something nourishing and healing. Maybe it could be in nature is a very good one. But let's say we do a practice of shopping or eating or drinking or any of these external things. Or even, of course, having connection with our family or friends or loved ones. But the interesting thing is we actually have this power within ourselves to heal ourselves, to nourish ourselves, to comfort ourselves, and let that stress go. And then when we come back to that present moment, letting go of the stress, we can be in that state of ease of being, which is our natural state. So I would say that, you know, and then of course, I had the call to go to India, and that really was going to the motherland and embodying these practices and bringing them back. For Mm -hmm. example, I have an altar table in my living room, and I do my meditation to my altar table in the mornings with the statue of Ganesha, and just a beautiful ritual that Mm -hmm. I bring to my day. So yes, I would recommend, you know, everyone to have, as we talk about, there's many styles of yoga, many practices of meditation, but find one that speaks to your heart and practice it. Even if you have 10 minutes to meditate, you have 30 minutes to practice yoga, you will look at life in a different way. I agree. I agree. And I think why I'm so inspired about these times is that the conversation of this caliber is increasing, and I think it's my pure wish that we keep doing that because, like you were sharing, you know, the fact that you were holding this practice, and as much as I'm holding my practice too, just yesterday I had to rush her to the emergency room at the same token I was welcoming five guests from around the country to come in to see cherry blossoms, and then at the same token, they vandalized the museum. So here I am in the middle of all of this, not just the museum, the whole Aryan block was vandalized. And then I had a global meeting of like 100 countries, and then my tech brother did something and broke that down. And there I am. I know, there I am in the middle of all of these things, and I am the source of where do we go from here. And I'll tell you, Suzanne, if it was not for the practice of Raj Yoga, and just my own ability and and friends like you and individuals who I know are subtly in support of higher awareness and and making decisions at a higher level, was I really able to stand still. That even when the guest came and said, oh, why didn't you go to the emergency with your mom? I would have. I said, well, I thought that all of us together could go to the hospital and give her vibrations of love. I thought that was better. Mm -hmm. And they went, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, I never thought of that. And at that moment, my aha moment emerged and I said, When I make decisions from love and not from attachment, it will always benefit everyone and not just one. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful, Mm -hmm. Sister Jenna. I agree Mm -hmm. with you so much. Well, first of all, I do think that we are here to be loved and experience love, and that is our greatest Mm -hmm. gift, that we are here in these bodies, in this incarnation, in this karmic path to experience and learn what love is. And Mm -hmm. also, I do think that these practices practices of yoga and meditation are powerful to be able to stand still and not be reactive. You know, um, we can't, we don't want to be a leaf blowing in the wind and be reactive to everything that's around us. If we can find our center, we're going to find clarity. And in that clarity, we will come from a place of love. We will come from a place of compassion, empathy. We will also come from a place of right, the right situation that, you know, is appealing to from our soul that's leading us in that correct direction. And when we're like a leaf blowing in the wind, we can't hear that inner wisdom that we have within us to help guide us in whatever situation may be before us. 
Mm, beautiful. Well said. I just so enjoy our chit-chats over the air, and I think I'll enjoy Me them too. more when we start to connect physically. I'm Me going to too. leave what you just said as your favorite life quote, but please let us know about more information about the Yoga Is Online and how best we can participate. Oh, thank you so much. Well, I would love to have all of your viewers participate. We have an incredible abundance of wisdom and knowledge and music and interviews and classes and various types of yoga and meditation. So just go to the website, yogaiz.com, Y-O-G-A-I-S.com, and you can find out all the information there. And it's just such a pleasure speaking with you. I look forward to connecting in person. It's always been, I feel this beautiful vibration. Me too, Suzanne. Thank you so much. Take care. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So we're always going to go through something. It's just what it is. The human nature at this particular time especially is just designed to emerge in front of us certain scenes. And I deeply believe these scenes are calling us to emerge a power that we've not been using. And perhaps one of the only reasons the obstacle has faced us or has emerged in our story is to remind us that there's a power there that you are missing inside of you. So get with your program. And so I loved Suzanne sharing. And please, everyone, I believe her Yoga Is Online Yoga and Wellness Festival will be transformative. And again, it continues to add to the positivity and the goodness that we wish to have just for our own lives. And as much as the darkness seems very, very apparent, I want you to know that as we illuminate ourselves more, when the darkness sees the light, it has no other option than to run in the other direction and just no longer exist. Thank you so much for joining us on the air. You know how important it is for us to be with you and to have you with us on this journey. Remember, no one can take away your happiness unless you give them permission. And we are here to love each other the same. So let's do that. I'm going to end with our friend Snatham Kaur's old-time favorite of mine, Ake Onkur. And as you know, she's got a new book out called The Original Light. So we're looking forward to you participating in that as well. So everyone, take good care with much love and grace.